It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. Show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from All Game Studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you should stick with us. We'll help you take it up a notch. Yeah, the usual suspects in the building on Skype. He is the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. What's up? <laughs> I wasn't sure you were gonna j- jump in for a second. I was like, "Uh-oh." Uh, I'm I'm new to this Skype on Xbox thing. Ah, I like Skype on Xbox. I wish I had a better headset, but other than that, it's good. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, also on the line, uh, he, he he is a friend of the Fantastic Forum, a, a friend of all games, really. Uh, he is... in the most specialist of quotations. <laughs> he, he he's one of the men. Uh, behind the scenes that helps make things happen. He is Tiger Claw, helping us stream today. Tiger Claw, thank you, man. You're welcome. Oh, there you go. All right. I, I was like, I don't know if Tiger Claw's going to say anything either. He might not say anything. Uh, as for myself, my name is Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me mayor. Sometimes they call me mister. Uh, sometimes it's a two-man band and, uh, you know, our special guest. But uh, don't worry. Jay, uh, our, our silent assassin, and Oz, our intrepid cub reporter, will probably be along any moment now, so... Don't feel like you're going to shortchange. But either way, we got a spectacular show for you today uh, because we're going to be talking to you guys about the movie Deadpool. I mean, geez, right? Exactly. We're also. (laughs) There you go. Uh, Also, we're going to be talking to you guys a little bit about uh, DC's Rebirth. We're going to be talking about the return of The Walking Dead TV show. We're going to be talking about the latest and greatest comic book news and whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about. So, uh, yeah, we got all that happening. So, it's going to be fun-filled, fan-packed, this, that, and the other. 
Uh, and we'll tell you how to get down with Fantastic Forum in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course you guys, the All Games community, for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Uh, we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's and the South Bay's best comic book store. You can get all your comic book needs met at Jeffrey's Comics. All you have to do is give them a call at 310-538-3198. You can get comic books sent directly to your door. All you have to do is give them a call, let them know what you want. Make sure it's a $10 minimum purchase, and they will ship it directly to you anywhere in the continental U.S. for the low, low, flat fee of $5. So give them a call at 310-538-3198. Also, if you like trade paperbacks, if you like graphic novels, Jeffries has those too. In fact, uh, if you go ahead, buy three, mention Fantastic Forum, they're going to give you a fourth one for free. So you should give them a call at 310-538-3198. Three one nine eight. You can do it now. They're open. Tell them we said hey. Tell them tune in. Um, yeah. So I did promise I would tell you how it is you can get down a fantastic forum. We have a few different ways to do it. Uh, first and foremost is the Skype line, uh, which we're all on. Fantastic forum on Skype. Uh, it only takes a few minutes to download. Put fantastic forum in your contacts. Hit the green button. And you will be right now the fourth member of Fantastic Four. Um, and if you don't want to do that, you can always jump into the All Games chat room. Uh, you can go to allgames.com slash live. Uh, you can go to allgames.com and hit the live slash chat button. You can go to chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat. I mean, whatever you want to do, you can go there. We will take the comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as El Hecht, who's in chat, who says that was the shortest interlude between cat and fox and fantastic forum in a long while and you know they they respect our time <laughs> I, look i don't even know I, I feel like you're being uh uh sarcastic is that no they do respect our time i think they do too they go over a little sometimes but they got a lot of yeah but too but they they at least care they do care that's what i that's what i do believe i think cat we're and number fox, one last week like, so that's probably why that's awesome. Were we? No, I think it's about Cat and Fox, right? Yeah, oh. you know, the, uh, about... the the rankings. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Actually, no, no, Cat no, and that, Fox. Was, that, was, that was probably the week before. But, yeah, the week before they were number one. Yeah, the week before they were number one. Word. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. But I appreciate, appreciate their show and them uh, definitely giving us our time. So, thanks, Cat and Fox. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, we should just go ahead and get into it, because Lord knows we got plenty of show. Um, how about that Deadpool? That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I knew you were going to feel that way, Tiger Claw, but it's, it's good to know that you're, if nothing, you're consistent, right? Did, did you guys... What was the last comic book that you disliked, Tiger Claw? What was the last, last no, comic book movie you were like, man, that was garbage? Nah, nah, I know. I mean, the last movie be, he didn't like. Happy that period. We have comic book movies. That's all I can say. <laughs> like, Tiger Claw started like having like a small stroke. Like comic book movie, I don't like. What are you talking? Like he's like, I don't even understand the question. He's like, the last movie he didn't I mean, like was The Godfather guys, Two. Did you guys even anticipated that Deadpool was going to be this huge at the box office? I did. I did. Like, 
Deadpool was the perfect storm of people that understood what the character was. No, they, they didn't. What? They didn't understand what Deadpool was? You you saw the movie, right? Moses? Yeah, I saw it. You didn't like it? I liked it, but it's not what Deadpool is. Well, what what made it not Deadpool like? Well, Deadpool has no memory before joining the Weapon X program. Okay. I mean, and then this is a, his origin story, love story that he's telling you through uh so, his memory. Okay, so you're saying originally like if you you're saying he should have been amnesiatic and that would have made yeah. it for a better movie and mentally ill well so see but that's the thing i don't feel like i i understand that deadpool now is definitely different than what deadpool was and i know he was he had he didn't know anything about his origins which is a big thing of the weapon x program which of course this isn't even the Weapon X program, but still, I get that it's like that's something that usually happens. But Deadpool, for the long, for the last, I don't want to, I don't know how many years exactly, has, though he's been off, has had memories and even like has been trying to track down, or well, not necessarily track down, but he figured out the identity of his wife, he figured out he had a kid. He decided it was better for them him not to be in their lives because his life is all crazy. Weren't there like That's different? Life. Weren't there like different versions of Deadpool from different universes? Yeah, but this movie didn't establish that it was one of those. So the gripe that you have about this movie is it doesn't feel like Deadpool because he can remember things. No, it feels like Deadpool, but not the Deadpool I wanted to see. Well, so what Deadpool did you want to see, Mo? Why don't you tell us? Oh, well, one, one with black hair, for one. Does Deadpool have black hair? His hair, before he was all decomposed, was black. How do you know? Because I read Deadpool. I was like, every... Like, I read Joe Kelly and then McGinnis' is Deadpool. Everything of Deadpool I've seen with him at having a face is blonde. Can't read number one. Deadpool number one? Yeah. No, I probably didn't read Deadpool number one. But maybe. I don't know. And they show his face in that? Yeah, he was all handsome. Like he was surprised he was all handsome and he had black hair. Oh, okay. No, I do remember him being handsome. And he and that is something that's consistent where it's like he's always like, man. He like he always forgets how good looking he was. But Yeah, I like so don't get me wrong, I liked it. I, well, you, nobody, nobody's thinking you didn't like it, Moses. I'm about, just telling you, they didn't know Deadpool. They, did, they, did, they didn't know Deadpool? I don't, yeah. Man, if, it feels like Deadpool to me. <laughs> but, hey. It feels like a Deadpool from, like, Deadpool Corpse. I mean, it doesn't, but, what it doesn't feel like, like, I, I mean, if you were like, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's some people out there that are being, like, true purist which i can't they're be not that. there's none of those there's no dead deadpool there's no dead <laughs> purist no people that are like they want no, like ex new they want new mutants like 98 like friggin cold assassin deadpool that's just like you know he, he cracks a joke here and there but really he's just here to kill folks 
you guys you talk imagine. about him not being the Deadpool, but what about Colossus? I think out of all the X-Men <laughs> movies that have ever come out until this day, Deadpool has finally did Colossus right. No, def- definitely the best Colossus we've ever seen. Was and the best school. Cannonball. Oh, that's not right. Why not? Because it's not, it's not Cannonball. It's Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That's not Negasonic Teenage Warhead's power set. Oh, what is Negasonic Teenage Warhead's power set? She's a telepath. She was an Emma Frost class. No. No. I think you think about somebody else. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I think she was like, if you're talking about the class on Genosha, she might have been in in Genosha, but I don't think she was. A, she wasn't a, a telepath. Man, those X like those X Men movies better step up because now that Deadpool got uh, Colossus right, they're gonna have to bring that version of Colossus to future X Men movies for, for for now on. I, you know, here's the. I don't even think that that they even think like. No, that. I don't think so either. Yeah, you're right. It's like all they're gonna do is do what they've been doing, uh, freaking Tiger Claw, like for for the X Men movies. They they may make some changes in other areas or. Well, they, they, like, they're you know, gonna have to because after Days of Future Past, pretty much everything has changed. See, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't think that this have to. Is as strong a have to as you think it is. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, like so. You they're think kinda, that Brian Singer Deadpool, doesn't care. Th- this movie Deadpool takes place in an alternate X Men universe, not like the the ones in the current movies. Is that what? No, I mean, it takes place in the X Men universe that doesn't know what it is. <laughs> it, it look, you're you're making it seem as if they're like, oh well, we have to. Make sure that we follow and step behind Deadpool, which would be a, a good thing if they did. But I don't think they feel that way. I, I think. think I think that's that. I think that is the case now that Wolverine three might be R rated. Hmm. Well, we, we shall see. Uh, of course, Deadpool broke a whole bunch of records. Uh, it's crazy because basically made like 150 million bucks over four days. Uh, and the budget was like fifty yeah, something. Yeah, it was million. a small budget. I read an article on on, and I posted on the for, uh, Facebook group that all the things that they had to uh, remove due to the budget. Yeah, I did see that. One of which was Cannonball uh, Moses. Ironically enough. Yeah. 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 But they didn't remove it. They just transgendered it. <laughs> they, 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 they originally gonna, they originally were going to have Taskmaster on there, but they had to remove him as well, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, that was before. Probably they must have. That that was with an old, old version of the script. Yeah. But yeah, man. Uh, It would have been interesting to see Cannonball, but in the end, they probably made a better decision. Do you think the Deadpool is a game changer? Because that's what a lot of people are saying. I see. Nah. What does that even mean? Yeah, it does. You know why? Because if it well, 
all the people saying that just watch movies and don't read comics. Yeah. Comics are so very different. Like, you know what? A history of violence was a game changer in comic book movies. A lot of, a lot you know, of people are Road saying to Perdition. That yeah, a lot like, of people are saying that it's a game changer because uh, the fact that it was R-rated, which a lot of people believe that this will open doors for more R-rated superhero movies. Yeah, but I don't think that's a game changer, though. I think like, that's like, for instance, think about it. Like, is Marvel's is Marvel going to change their slate because Deadpool was great at, no, at rated R? I don't think so. No. Look, okay. Wasn't one of the Punisher ones rated R? Oh, yeah. No, Punisher was rated R. And um, damn it. There was another. There was like two other movies that were rated R, but those didn't do well. And those were like, you know, kind of. Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen was rated R. You know, and because uh, and Watchmen, of course, wasn't a bad movie. It was just because of how much money it cost to make, based on how much money it actually made, it was considered a failure. The three Punisher people just basically didn't go see, and and those were like just an- another uh, uh, testament to why rated R superhero movies don't work. Now that we have Deadpool, people see that that's not the case. You just have to make sure you make a movie that people want to see, which is, you know, I mean. If you think about it, this Dawn of Justice is like, instead of that coming out, it should have been Watchmen coming out. A new one? I just hope that that these Instead of it coming out when it came out, if it would have came out right now, it probably would have worked a lot better. That's probably true. Like I just people think weren't it, used to seeing that many superhero movies, like, like happy adventure movies. Yeah, yeah. I just hope that these studios, just like the comics, like it. it was a different. When Watchmen came out, it was so different because everything you'd seen was all bright and happy and adventurous. Right. And for the movies, I think it was too soon. And then that's why Superman versus Batman might work for people that don't read comics. Mm. Yeah, I just hope that the um, studios don't shoehorn in the R-rated, R-ratedness of the superhero movies because of one movie being hugely successful. It's going to be a game changer when I see a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles rated R movie. No, no, I mean, honestly, you know what I think will ha- what, what Deadpool success does bring that maybe, and this might be the only thing that might be on Marvel's radar now, that wasn't before is like we might like I feel like uh, Deadpool helps us get potentially another Blade movie made. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you see that because like if Marvel is even thinking about well think, can can we can I we take Blade, a dip into this radar superhero pool? I think Blade is like the first place you go. I don't I don't know, but I could see Blade being on Netflix. But that's why, a why Netflix? Why? Why not because, a movie? Because you know, because Marvel, all, all of Marvel's R-rated stuff is on Netflix. All their movies are PG thirteen. Well, if you say Deadpool's a game changer, wouldn't right. you see it on the big screen? <laughs> yeah, right but I don't think you know. That's... Yeah, I mean, it, it is a game yeah, changer that's... for that's... other comic book properties that should be R-rated. <laughs> except but for except Marvel, Blade. you know, Marvel still ha- doesn't have a good relationship with Fox, so they don't care. I, I don't. They have a great relationship now. They got Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I think yeah, uh, that's. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think that's the only thing that Marvel like if they decide to dip into that well, 
like that might be where they go and they might say well hey blade was already a successful franchise it might be a good time to do a reboot or a continuation we can make that rated r and you know that's something we could do off the success or or piggybacking off of the trend that deadpool has successfully set if they want to do that lord knows they don't have to but they might and uh looking at the chat i see that dungeon buster says dread was uh rated was r-rated good flick that is true hex says punisher warzone was r-rated as fucking great that's true uh, punisher the og one was rated r too really Dolph london yeah oh wow yeah so moses as usual you were right negasonic teenage warhead was telepathic or precognitive. Well, I mean, you don't want to believe me, so I watched him. I didn't remember yeah. that. You know, of course you don't. Character. You're not an X Men fan like I am. It's interesting too because somehow Fox, I mean, uh, Deadpool managed to sneak in a character that's normally associated to to Marvel <laughs> Studios, and you know, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> you, know you know, Hydra Bob. <laughs> Why did you say it so slow, Tiger? Because he doesn't know who he is. I know who yeah, he is. Hydra Bob is. Well, I mean, I I had to, I actually had to do some research when I heard when when people oh were, no shit when people were <laughs> reacting when uh, on on the net about Bob and stuff like that. I was wondering why why what's with this Bob character? So I researched him, and it turns out to, to be he was a character called Hydra Bob. Yeah, yeah. What what's wrong with Hydra? How come we can't say Hydra, Tiger Claw? Because because Marvel Studios owns Hydra, so they were able to just use the name Bob. I mean, you can say Hydra though; they won't come after you for money. Well, look, they might. They might. <laughs> the mouse. The mouse. That tamale money. <laughs> the, the Tiger Claw millions. Yeah, but yeah. Um. So. Yeah, that was cool. Well, yeah. I saw what, Bob. what did you think of um, Angel Dust? Another mutant. That was a mutant. You know, it. I do feel like a lot of the the villains got very movieized. Oh, big time! Yeah, and you like know, Ajax. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it's like I get it. You know, it's and like, that's the thing that that's my biggest gripe was because I guess money reasons. Mm-hmm. It felt like just kick ass, like watching kick ass again. Well, see, I wouldn't go that far. I but, feel yeah, you wouldn't, but I would. Yeah. I <laughs> Cause like only because it's like it's a totally like short, small story for yeah. Deadpool. Yeah, like you know, you, Deadpool yeah, you can stories see... can be either. Wait, hold on, Tiger. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. Moses. Deadpool stories can transcend time and space. Oh yeah. Or they can just take place in a savage land when he's talking to his Marvel zombies head. You know. Mm-hmm. But. It, it can be anything. Right. Um, but here, like, the way they chose to tell the story, it seems like it was because the, they have to go small. Yeah. Like, they could have easily just done, like, I would have loved to have seen him, like, hunting down Omega Red, you know? I would With been. Maverick. And, you know, I want to see a movie Maverick. Well, well shoot, well, that's, that's a Wolverine story. <laughs> but, but they could do, they could do, like, his, like... That segment of the movie could be a Wolverine story, and he just like how he came out in the Thor movie. Like he stole the scenes, even though 
he was, you know, just comic relief in that Hulk versus. Oh, oh, got you. I was like, wait, in the Thor movie? I'm like, what? No, but okay, I got you. Right. I hear you. You could could say that. But it could have just been a small segment, like even like a montage scene, like. Right. Seeing some of those uh, Weapon X mercenaries like Wolverine with the gold suit, mm-hmm. you know, the black and gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, no, that would be that would be cool. What yeah, were you going to say, Tarko? Uh, yeah, you know that the budget of this movie is probably the reason why we didn't get to see Vanessa become copycat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably so. Oh, I mean, also, maybe, I don't. Maybe, I maybe, maybe she will become copycat in the second one. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Because there was a there was I, a I, there was a miss opportunity. Uh, I'm trying to say it right. There was a miss opportunity in one scene in the movie where they could have said they could have put copycat right there. No, but that would be like she needs to have her own origin for that. And I mean, I, I don't. It, co- copycat would definitely have to be introduced, but realistically, I don't. I wouldn't see it as a missed opportunity. I mean, I I think I. I Honestly, it like despite the shortcomings as far as like the opportunities for comic book the the comic books go, it's like Ryan Reynolds' rendition of Deadpool was so good. Yeah. And it honestly between him and Colossus, it's like I don't I don't know if I could ask for anything else. Like it just felt very like perfect to me, which yeah. is sad. It was like almost reading X Force with those two because Yeah. It's like he's so stoic and righteous, and then Deadpool isn't. Like, it, yeah, it, it worked great. Yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome, and I was just like, man, like, you know, and they didn't I, even have to pay an actor for that. I know, like, <laughs> Brian Singer couldn't do that shit. <laughs> he tried twice. He didn't. Tr- no, he didn't try. He got a guy he thought was hot and had him turn into Colossus for five seconds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm only hoping that some of that magic bleeds over to the X-Force movie. And I know that you know people are saying, oh, it's foregone conclusion. It has to be that way. Fox no. can't do anything different. Do you think the, 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 it's like, you know, do you think X-Force date, should be R-rated? I don't know. Sure. Why not? It's a. I mean, whether... Honestly, whether you're talking about a mutant kill squad, like the later incarnation of X-Force, which is more likely, I guess, what they would go with because Deadpool's in it, or if they're talking about an earlier incarnation that was just like the, you know, mutant military arm of Xavier's dream, it's like either way it could be rated R and be very comfortable there. Uh, You know, so I don't know. I, I, I hope... It would be nice, like I said, if just if it follows the same kind of uh, creative spirit as as a Deadpool does. Um, yeah, if if you guys have opinions on Deadpool that you want to share, please feel free to call in. Uh, the number, of course, on Skype, Fantastic Forum. Wasn't Wolverine <laughs> a member of X Force at one point? Yes, he led them. Though I, I, though uh, yeah. I doubt he would be yeah. part of the team since uh, they won't be making any more Wolverine after the third one. They could use somebody else. Well, I mean, yeah, Fox could just easily recast Wolverine, but he got some pretty big shoes to fill. 
Nah, they can get somebody else. I I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I, honestly, it's 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 not any shade on Hugh Jackman. It's like he's fantastic and has been great uh, as Wolverine. But pretty much one of the highlights of the the X Men films. But they could cast somebody else, and I don't think people you, would be like, "How could you?" you? It's not. It's not like Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. You know. What if they? What if they bring a character like X twenty three? Um, you know, I I mean X twenty three was in X Force as well, so it wouldn't be like unheard of. And so I don't know. I mean, I don't think it'd be an issue. It's just a matter of who do you get to play that part and how do you do it? Like, do you? Because what what I wouldn't want is there to be an X Force movie that turns out to be the origin story of X twenty three. Like, that's friggin' true. Just doing X Men over again, and you know that's like a bad look. A bad look. Caller, you are the fourth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are, where you're calling from, and what you think about Deadpool. Uh, hello. Hello. My name is uh, Derek H. Derek uh, What do you call it? I am calling from Glendale for the Windy. For the Windy. And uh, I like Deadpool. Yay, what? Derek, Derek <laughs> likes Deadpool. Derek H., why do you like Deadpool? I went there last night. Uh, saw it at 11 o'clock. Uh, there were still people in there. I was like, it's 7 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. <laughs> like, why are there people in this goddamn theater? And, and like, they're getting my nerve. But <laughs> beside that, though, I was still able to enjoy the movie. It was really nice, fast-paced. Yeah. Like, when you think about it, all of it happened, like, within the space of a day. Yeah. Like, it, it was a very quick movie. Um, very tight, tightly packed with the not a lot of characters, like five characters or something, really. Yeah, like actually. Um, and it just it moved along. It didn't. It was like, look, we're not gonna drop a city. Like the even the fight scenes were basically a car crash and uh, a, a a fight on top of a building. I don't know what the hell they were. Like to the point where you, I don't even know where they were. Was it a boat? I don't know. It, some people say it was a crash helicarrier, though they can't say it's a crash helicarrier. Okay, sure, that, that works. Uh, the thing, <laughs> if but that's the, the cool case, that's even like, better. Yeah, that's what they say. It is, when, if you look at it, of it, it does. Yeah, it does look like a crash helicarrier. It's like it's it's like they they built this to a budget. Mm. Uh, notice how many times it went back to that bar. I mean, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it was, uh, and I was like, "This is just good, solid movie making." Where nobody, it seems like I believe um, this is complete speculation, but that Fox was like, "Look, we got to make this movie. It's going to make it, but don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't. You just, you just show up in six months with a movie." Yeah. And they came back and they did a great job. Fox didn't go back and say, "Well." You need where's the part where a whole building explodes? Like where's the mm-hmm. where's the part where uh, a mountain goes gets thrown? Like no, like right. they they were able to just make a, a not, uh, kind of it sounds funny, but a small superhero movie, mm-hmm. and I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, no man, and 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 it was definitely partially budgetary, but then also too, I mean, it's like 
like I, I think uh, what like the magic again is like people that really enjoy the character mixed with people that uh, well mixed with them being creative with the budget and then of course ultimately the studio leaving them alone like that's that that's the big part that I think doesn't get to happen in a lot of movies. And I think I, all of it was done on green screen too. The whole movie? No. I think most of it, yeah, because like especially like that freeway and the helicarrier stuff. Wow, look, I tell you, if it's all green screen, that's even more impressive. Yeah. Well, it's the dude from Blur that directed it. Right. Right. So he's got you know, all well, that. You know, he, I got a feeling he didn't want that. He did not want to deal with people either. He's he seemed that, that director seems like a guy who's like. Like, do we have had people in this at all? Like, they have a face. They have a picture of him talking to Ryan Reynolds, and uh-huh. he just looks annoyed. And I know he's not annoyed, <laughs> but it just looks like that guy gets annoyed by everything. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I did. I did have a thought while I was going home because earlier I had uh, I went and got a haircut from Moses. Incredible haircut. Thank you very much, oh, Moses. Awesome. You're welcome. Uh, I don't look like a home. I walked in there looking like a homeless person. I came out looking like uh, the Drake, I would think. <laughs> that what... Oh, I'm so happy he said that. Because <laughs> every time I line up people and I line up their beard, I'm like, oh, I'm going to line you so up like came, Drake. He, so he uh, came out looking like, like a Canadian, mean? pretty much. Yeah. Canadians are cool. <laughs> but uh, Moses told me some of his his uh, reservations, and I was like, yeah, okay, I got it. And... And I went in kind of thinking, okay, this is not going to be Deadpool, like Moses said. But Moses is wrong. I was like, so I was like, <laughs> I realized what happened was what happens with all these movies. Uh, people fall in love with their version of a character, and if the movie isn't that, especially kind of like Deadpool, like how can you have your version of Deadpool? But your if it's right. not your version of Deadpool then you're like, it's not Deadpool. The same way people get, oh, that's not Batman. Or like, I can go back a year and find like 15 versions of Batman in the comics. It's like, well, it's not the one that that I like from this issue, from this. And that's kind of what it seems like happens. Like, this is Deadpool. Like, just because like his hair's not black. Like, what? Cares? I mean, that's like, that's important. But, no, it's not. It's not important. No, it, it's really not, Larry. Well, it depends on it depends on what character you're talking about, right? Because like, it, no, because it, it like, if, if like, we're talking about, no, it does. Because if we're talking about Superman, then you, he couldn't be blonde. Yes, he could. No, no, he can't. What, what, what about Lois Lane? No, no, no. Okay, okay. You it know doesn't what? matter with Lois Lane, or it does matter with Lois. Lane? No, it does matter with Lois Lane too. Lois Lane. No, but she she was she was redhead in Man of Steel. Yeah, and that's why we hate her. I don't hate her. I love her. No, no, no. You don't. You just think you do. No, like Superman. That's a like friggin' redhead Superman. No, no, it's not Superman. He could be. Give him, look, if you give him a power, give him give him the power set, or just give him the sensibility and put it in a good movie, you're not going to care. I would. I would. You're not going to care. I would, because for me, I'd be like, that movie was perfect. What, what about James Bond? Why didn't they just make yeah. what about James hair, Bond? his hair huh? red? I mean, James Bond, I, I prefer dark hair, but at the same time, I can say that I don't know. What well, they were the, talking about a black James Bond. 
Well, you know how I feel about that. That that I think is a is a non-starter. That's but, a, that would be awesome. Idris Elba, James Bond works yeah, for me already. He'd be the best James Bond ever. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't work. I keep telling. Why? You. Because black people can't can't be sneaky. Well, not around a group of white people. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, no. Look, black people walk into the room. The music stops. They're like, who is this? Exactly. That's why it would be an awesome James Bond. Oh, but sometimes he has to sneak around too. Look, we're getting off the subject. My, I'm just saying that that Deadpool to me was Deadpool, and I realized that uh, when you when people it's been happening for years that when people say that's not my version, like that's never gonna happen. Like that, the, whoever made the movie. Is never going to be able to walk up to you and say, which is your favorite comic? Which is your favorite issue of Spider-Man? And that's the one I'm going to do. Because every few months, all these characters change because they get different writers, different artists. And so you're never going to, they're never going to be able to get, like name one movie where you're like, that's exactly how I think that that long-running character should have been portrayed. And you can't do it. Even if you, even if it's for you, you find like three other people. They're at least one of them gonna say, "Well, no, that's not." I've that's I've not never me. met I've never met somebody that didn't like Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I think that's because of a small pool of people watching it. But yeah, but every single person that watched it, yeah, thought it was the greatest thing ever. I, like I still think it's better than the movies. Like in terms no, I think, of I think Wasp the Avengers was, dynamics, it's definitely sure to the. Ca- I think the Wasp in in the cartoon was a little off. I don't think you don't feel that way, Derek. You don't. I don't think that was that's not a Janet Van Dyne. I know <laughs> you don't feel that way, Derek. You just want to be devil's advocate. She didn't but have a black just because she doesn't have a black eye. Exactly. <laughs> See, no, that's the that's his Janet Van Dyne. That is like beaten and bruised. <laughs> but I think you know what, Derek. I, I understand the point you're making, and I can't wholly disagree with it. I will say that I do feel like there are some movies, there's some TV shows, there's some cartoons that have represented definitive versions of characters, and I think people feel that way. Like I think. You would be hard-pressed to find somebody that didn't feel like, say, uh, Batman, the animated series, didn't represent a definitive version of Batman. Yes, sir. There's a lot of people who's like, why is it all, why is it dark and gloomy? Where is it, their Batman is the 1966 Batman. No. no. Nah, nobody's Batman. A lot of people. (laughs) No. You know what? Because when they, they brought out that comic... People are like, oh, oh, finally, we get back, we get happy Batman again. This, I love this version. Yeah, no, but that's not a definitive version of Batman. They didn't read that over, you know, well, maybe over Batman Odyssey, but not over, <laughs> you know, New 52 Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, I tell you. So, I love Batman Odyssey. I never read it. I just looked at it. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh man, but I, I like, I, I think that the fact that you went to the movie theater on a Tuesday night, and it was pretty much a whole bunch of people there watching Deadpool is just a testament to how good this movie is. I mean, it, it I remember it ending and feeling like, I kind of hope they don't make a sequel. You know, <laughs> because, oh, they're making a sequel. Oh, I know they're they make making a sequel, a sequel. and Cable's going to be like, in it. I'm just like, I, I don't know if the sequel can be. 
better than this movie. And it's like, well, it won't, no, but it doesn't sequel, need to be. Like, Fox, Fox is aware of this now, though. Like, now that Fox is aware of it, you know, oh, just watch what's going to happen. You know, the, the Deadpool next. sequel is going to make the fun of the fact that it's a sequel because of all the fourth ball breaking. I, you I know, mean, it, it, I it, mean, it, Deadpool's going to make fun of all the sequel tropes. So, so you know, and you know now the new Howard the Duck movie is going to be great because it's going to be rated R. <laughs> Wait, so uh, what I want to see is because uh, even Ajax isn't Ajax a, a Howard the Duck villain originally. I don't know. Let me I know he. I know he's he he definitely fought Deadpool. I don't know anything about Howard the Duck comics. How long until DC announces the Lobo movie? I was thinking the exact same thing. Which Lobo are they going to do the friggin' clean cut like tweeny Lobo? Nah, they're doing machete but with a different skin tone. Oh, that would be better. Like if the, they could use what's his name that, that dude from Machete for Lobo? Yeah, Danny Trejo. Give him some. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you you guys think the Fox execs are going to definitely like? muddle with Deadpool or I mean why why not just leave it be like how the first one was did you see I'm already taking I saw a thing the one the one where James Gunn was complaining about what something said not even it's not why, why am I reading a James Gunn article it's not even his uh yeah. his studio but he was but he was talking about how a Fox executive was taking credit for why this is why this movie is great like Stupid Fox executive had nothing to do with this movie, but they're already standing up and taking credit for why it's popular. And so you know they're they're already got their fingers in the mix for the next one. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that that was a, a strange thing because I guess a part of what the executive was saying was that you know the what made Deadpool special was the fact that it was like irreverent and didn't take itself so, uh, so seriously, and. That's something that like the Marvel movies could never do because you know they they all take themselves so serious. Which like Ant Man, right, right, or you know Guardians of the Galaxy. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I, it was it's a really strange thing how they came. Like and I'm just like Iron Man. Like was self deprecating. Like don't get me wrong. It's it's Tony Stark. It's a different kind of self deprecation. Kind of like that tongue-in-cheek type of self-deprecation where it's like, I'm actually pretty awesome. Yeah, but that's, that's when the executive that, that was the executive taking credit for something he had nothing to do with and didn't know anything about, but he was like, I'm going to say this and this and uh, and make sure that I'm I'm part of the next, next go-around. Even though, like, if James Gunn hadn't said anything, people, like, Entertainment at Night would be going to the, so-and-so uh, says, this is why blah, blah, blah. Like, but but just because James Gunn stuck his nose in this for some reason, James Gunn, don't you got a movie to make? Now, all of a sudden. So few people know, like, the history of how this movie got made. Like, yeah. It basically took a fan film, (laughs) a fan film, an animated fan film to, like, get the ball rolling. And then Deadpool alone, I mean, you got to give that character some credit, too, because his charm... Like, before any movie was announced or anything, like, he had a ton of books out. Like, he had as many books as X-Men books put together at the oh, same time. Oh, yeah, no, Deadpool was ridiculous. And I didn't know who was... I was reading some of them, but... 
Yeah, I'm not sure who get them all. Either. I don't know who you know. Yeah, but it, it, it you Deadpool is a character that you kind of just like a event like he's almost like Beyonce's music, like a comic book version of Beyonce's music. Nah, nah, don't say that. No, it's true, man. It's like no, that shit music. Well, see, I don't think most people feel that way. I think it's like because I know I know plenty of people like myself included, where it's like I don't really come wanting to like any of it initially but eventually you just kind of it kind of just wins you over and it's just like you know what i don't know why i like this song or why i know the words but i do and that's deadpool like that's the illuminati is that is that what it is yeah <laughs> right so i tell you man but it's a good flick if you haven't seen it yet you do yourself a favor and go check it out because you're going to have a good time. I mean, really, that's the longest and, part of it. I like. And also listen to the Monster Magnet song. Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Fair. Even Ms. H enjoyed this movie. See? Against her will. She enjoys everything. Against her will? Like, did you... Well, you it, had, it had language that she did not... That, need, uh, that she did not think was necessary. Uh, sex scenes, nudity. She did not, they they could have cut all that stuff out. Uh, the violence, she did. She thought the violence, way too much violence. She wanted a lot less violence. But other than the, the language, sex, nudity, and violence, she was like, it's a pretty funny movie. Had a good time. <laughs> it, I, it was really funny, right? Like, I, I laughed throughout the whole thing. Which I'm just like, man, like, I don't know. I can't even, I'm, I'm trying to think of the last comedy that I laughed at like that. I'm not sure it happened. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, this movie uh, is a to our show mix back, of huh? sci-fi, comedy, superhero. It's really hard to put this in any category. A superhero. Yeah, yeah I would definitely one, put it. Yeah. But I mean, like, he's, he's not really no. a superhero in this movie. Larry, that's how you know Tiger Claw doesn't read comics. Because <laughs> superheroes, they're all different. Like, one of them is like good, the bad, and the ugly. The other one is, you know... Superman, essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll get tired. I, I read one that's like Jarhead today. Really? What book? Yeah, I, I guess it's called um, Cry Havoc. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. Is any good? I mean, since we're uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I just read number one. Uh, you know, me in image number ones, like I got to keep reading a couple because they don't have that. Oh, we got to get them with this number one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but it, it's pretty good. So I I think it's a werewolf book, but it might be just possession, monster possession, military thing. <laughs> got it. <laughs> like they, they, they described it as a mixture of um, that movie Jarhead. Yeah. With Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, jeez. So I never saw Jarhead, so I don't know. What, but I definitely got the Pan's Labyrinth part. Word. I just realized who uh, hates this movie. The one, the one person that really dislikes this movie. Who's that? Uh, Dana White, uh, the head of UFC. <laughs> because <laughs> now Gina Carano has no reason to ever come back to that goofy fighting organization. Like this one movie, she's like. She's done. She's good. Yeah. You know? No, my brother my brother saw it in the theater to get my brother to see it. Like, my brother's a nut. 
and he, he doesn't leave the house. He hardly said anything in the movie not for other movies. than just fight Cyclops, pretty much. That I mean, that's what she does in everything. Yeah, that's her, that's her job. <laughs> yeah, like that's what it, that, that one uh, <laughs> that Soderbergh movie, like she was in. Yeah, that's all she did. But I, you know, I told my my brothers like, who's that chick? You know, like, and then I explained to him. But that's who I wanted to be, Wonder Woman. But everybody said, no, she's too short. She is. But, you know. But now Plus we got Wonder a skinny Wonder Israeli Wonder Woman talks woman. a lot, so I don't that's know about her acting ability. She, look. Look, they don't care. The chick from Fast and the Furious, I don't know about her acting ability, and I've seen her act in movies. <laughs> yeah. Even though she wasn't that bad in that last preview, even though... It was what two lines she delivered. Yeah. Like uh, between between that preview and Gina Carano and Batista and James Bond, like they've all said maybe three sentences total. <laughs> I don't know. Not even I, a full conversation. I feel I feel like uh, you know Batista. They gave him a little bit to do as Drax, like not a lot, but a little. <laughs> well, but he said in James Bond. Yeah, James Bond. Oh. Like he 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 didn't say nothing. And 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 it's still funny because I have Guardian of the Galaxy on Blu-ray, and I watched it uh, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it is still funny when he's sitting there talking to like to the raccoon, right? And and, and in my head, it's just obvious. Like I can see, like he is sitting there talking to nothing, and this guy, you know, he has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> like he has no idea what is going on. You can see his eyes glazed over at something. <laughs> you can kind of see his his brain just checking out at the whole situation. Like he's in the middle. Like he's lunged over, looking into Rocket's eyes, saying something, and he looks like he's half asleep. Yeah. Oh man, poor poor Batista. It's like he's trying, man. Leave Batista alone. Try it. Just think about try it. harder. <laughs> try harder. Like he has no. Like you look when you watch. He's like he has no idea. Like, like that. That, that raccoon is giving a better performance. <laughs> the dancing tree at the end is giving a better performance. Oh, <laughs> that's not right. It's true. It is true. Like even him looking at the dancing tree, <laughs> he had that look on his face. He was confused because he thought it wasn't moving, but then it. He was, was confused because he's not. He doesn't know how to act. No. He's like acting. Heck, heck says uh, Batista walks alone, man. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a wrestling <laughs> reference. Oh, I know. Yeah, I wouldn't watch. Um. So let's do some news. Because it's like, man, it's like the time is flying. Uh, comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like current. Uh, <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. I love that Tiger Claw has the auto tune version of the news theme. <laughs> and the Shazam version. Right. I come when Tiger Claw streams it. You guys make sure to get him all the information. But when I stream it, I have he nothing. got it. He got it on his own. Right. Oh, he's on a ball. Tiger, Never yeah. mind. Trust me. Like, he, he he actually made that one. <laughs> <laughs> he, he produced it himself. The Tiger yeah, Claw production. Like, yeah. 
Like, yeah. Uh, trust me, I was I was ready though this time, Derek. Like, if I could have found you to stream the show, I would have. I had all of the music ready to send to you, and I might just send it to you anyway, even though I don't believe we're gonna need that for next week. But, uh, Larry, but I, Larry, why don't you tell Derek why we're not streaming from your new computer? Uh oh, but well, I, I needed the the streaming the streaming uh, program, Derek. Okay, well, we're coming. Yeah, that's all. Like, uh, but you know, oh yeah, I know. Look, I'm I'm sure if Derek could have gotten it to me, he would have. He didn't know. He didn't. He knew I needed it, but he didn't know I needed it. You know what I mean? I get. No, it. I mean, but you can't get it like from a website. I don't know. You didn't Google, but no, broadcasting but, stuff? But like? I didn't want to just get it. Like, trust me, the whole point of the whole thing was to not mess this computer up. I don't want to get it from some random place, and I'm not sure if it's the right place or if it's, you know, it's like, next thing you know, I get it from someplace malicious, then the computer's not working, and then you're like, where did you, where did you do that? That's what the hackers have been doing. They've been, they've been yeah, sneaking their code into... co-host to, for uh, not starting on time and stuff. Into streaming things, yeah, that's what happened, Derek. Where all the the shoutcast streamers, they, that's where they get. That's where all the uh, hacking codes been. The hackers been uh, that's, hacking lately. That's why all the other podcasts are so bad. <laughs> Everyone knows that. So that I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it on the level here. Um. So let's talk about DC Comics Rebirth. Had, had you heard of this before? I mentioned it, Moses. Did you know about this? Yeah, I read there's an article at, about um, basically Rebirth. Uh, I think it was either Jeff Johns or Jim Lee commenting on it's not what you think. Right. Like, it's not another reboot. Right. Even though. Even though. It's called Rebirth. That's pretty much an well, indication. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, yeah, like when it first when they first announced it, which you know they did one of those like kind of, uh, you know, the the cryptic kind of announcement type joints. Um, you know, everybody was thinking like, oh man, DC's doing a reboot again. And so, when people were thinking that initially, they were just like, man, like you know, like people started speculating in regards to the whole thing, like how how it's going to come down and, you know, what's going to go, what's going to stay, and all those types of things. Uh, but th- and that's why Jeff Johns just kind of basically came out and, like, it's not a reboot. It wasn't going to be a reboot. It, a reboot it won't be a reboot. reboot. But, but what it is is a, uh, you know, like a soft relaunch, I guess, kind of like what Marvel does or had been doing. A remake? For, like, you know, like however many years uh, in the comic space before before friggin uh uh secret wars which actually was kind of a reboot ish kind of just call it a redo uh, re- right that'll clear it all up uh on the line our silent assassin jay how are you buddy hey what's up all right sounding good <laughs> so um we're, we're just talking about dc comics rebirth which is they're not they're they're not reboot <laughs> So, um, I don't know. I mean, it's. Do they mention why it's called Rebirth? No, no. There's, there's no details about this thing as of yet. 
like the the all the information that we've got because before Jeff Johns came out and said it, people were basically making lists of comics that they think were gonna like not be published because because everybody's like trying to get uh as as much as they can from the rumor mill and you know basically feeling like okay some of some comics are going to go, some are going to stay. There's definitely, like, some um, some creators that are going to get shuffled around and the books are going to, like, start at number one again. Uh, or at least it's looking like they're going to start at number one again. But it's not a full continuity kind of reboot thing. So, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm... Like, it, it, right now they're talking about, um, or one of the rumors swirling around is that Scott Snyder is not going to be on Batman anymore. They're going to move him, or at least on the Batman comic book, they're going to move him over. Yeah, he's not. Oh, no? No. Um, Raphael Albuquerque and James Tinian, I mean, at least they're working on issue 52. I don't know when Rebirth takes place in the numbering. I, I think it comes, I think all the books go to 52. And then they start at one again. Yeah, so I think there's that's going to be the team for Batman. Because issue 52, they're doing... Oh, Albuquerque and who? Tinian? And Tinian, yeah. Ah, okay. The fourth. Right. <laughs> right. Tinian the fourth. Not to be confused with Tinian the third. Um, or Junior. Right. So... Um, they, see, it's interesting because they were saying, like, I know Tom's King, Tom King's name got tossed around in regards to the possibility of him maybe moving to Batman. But, you know, I could totally see, I mean, Tinian, that's Snyder's protege, right? So, yeah, you know, that that would make a lot of sense. And, like, the transition from Capullo to Albuquerque mm-hmm. is a good one. Yeah, I would agree. It, it's like, not jarring. Yeah, and then, you know, on Instagram, if you follow Rafael Albuquerque, he's been throwing a lot of Batman art. Oh, really? Yeah, as it, like, work in progress stuff. But, you know, he doesn't put captions or anything, or he puts, like, n- no captions confirming that he's on Batman. But it's, like, it, I, I, on Instagram, it's it's... They do the artists do a lot of commission work, so they post that. So you could just, you know, you either think that, but now that you're talking about, we don't know who the Batman team is going to be. I've been seeing a lot of Batman stuff from him mm-hmm. lately. So, mm. yeah. Also, too, there was a rumor that uh, uh, Peter Tomasi, who had been doing a lot of Green Lantern books, might become the new Superman writer. So, but again, these are all rumors. Um, it uh, you know I, I I guess I'm wondering if if DC is going to be able to capture that lightning in a bottle again by re re uh, launching these books. Like I don't know if it's going to have the same effect as it did with like some of their other like some of their other events have had. But who knows? I mean, it very well may. I guess. And I guess I'm wondering if they're going to have to try to do like a multimedia type thing like before or if it's just going to be kind of low key just for the comic crowd. I'm more concerned about like 
the staying power. Like, the New 52 had its, like, did its thing. And then, me, for example, I just dropped off on some just because they weren't, they didn't keep up with the quality or they switched the teams or they got canceled. Like, you know, it feels like New 52, they threw a bunch of stuff out there and see what stuck. And then, unfortunately for me, some of the stuff I like didn't stick. But, uh, you know, are they going to do a good team? Like, I know, like, Frank quietly, they're doing a Punisher book with Frank quietly now on Marvel. Oh, wow. And that's, you know, if you're going to relaunch a Punisher book, you start there because it's, it's a good... It's going to be Becky Cloonan writing it, I think, and Frank quietly drawing. Wow. And That's a really so, interesting Punisher team. Yeah. So, like, I'm already down, and all I saw was just Frank Quietly's, like, test, which is, like, Frank Quietly art that I've already seen, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm interested to see what Becky Cloonan does with the writing. Right. I know that book. I'm going to be into for at least 12 issues if it goes that far. You know, if it's not a miniseries or whatever. And her or if last, they change it. Her last book was like a revenge book, wasn't it? Uh, which one? The What was it? Pretty Deadly? No, no. That's Kelly Sue DeConnick. Oh, damn it. Sexist pig. Wait, why, why is that sexist? Not all women are the same, Larry. I'm not saying all women are the same. I'm saying I, clearly you are. I got two people confused that happen to be women, just like how sometimes you get two guys confused. That's all. I don't get two guys confused. You've never confused two different people that happen to be guys. I mean, just Warren Ellis, Jason Aaron, and <laughs> Tim Bradstreet, but they like they're like triplets. <laughs> <laughs> they are in fact triplets. Everyone knows that. Like they might their even mother, have the same birthday. Their mother loves them. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm looking into chat. I see uh, Hex says, "Will this rebirth uh, Batman of Zurinar canon again?" He's always wondering. Probably not. Will it make it? No, I don't think so. Um. Yeah. He said, "I wish I could find the the web animations." They did with that Lobo, so... Oh, no, he's saying... So, all the books went to 52, and now they're going back to one? Uh, DC Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, you, I mean, you, you have to use the term all loosely, but, yes, all the books went to 52. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think, I think DC's even having uh, special covers for for... I think the number ones that actually did make it to 52 or, or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe it's the, the ones that made it to 52 that were there, you know, initially like, you know, basically like the, like the survivors, right. <laughs> which are Batman books and maybe one Green Lantern book and one Super- Superman. Book. Yeah. Superman books. Right. Are they trying to say that was the plan all along? Is it like a, are you trying to retcon actual history? I, I don't no. know. Trying to- I think they're ignoring actual history. <laughs> like by calling it 52 like 
it's new 52, but half of those are like, well, one time it got to like 64. Then it dropped down to like 37. 37? Yeah, I agree. So, um, also too, I should mention, since we're talking about DC comic books, that, that they're getting ready to have a, a Super League crossover, which is a Superman story crossover through like Superman action comics, Superman Wonder Woman, like all the Superman books, but Supergirl. And it's basically going to be the two, uh, the super, because of what happened with, uh, damn it. What's the, what's that last big DC event? Convergence? Convergence. Convergence made, made it so that there was like two versions of Superman technically in the world. And so, uh, one of those supermen are going to meet the new 52 Superman and they're going to like fight. So if you're, you're into that, that's, that's happening. You're welcome. Uh, oh. Joe showering again. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> no, there's a plane flying overhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should mute your mic when that happens. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Other, <laughs> otherwise. It sounds like, you know, we're we're being drowned in a waterfall. So that sounds like a bad way to go. Sheesh. You're like, this is nah, beautiful, but it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad? Being drowned no, I mean, when you drown, you fall asleep. No, that's not true. Being burned is the worst way to go. Well, I'm not saying being drowned is better than being burned alive, but... I dreamed I was drowning last night. What? Did you wet the bed? No, nah. it was just, I don't, I don't know what the fuck my dream was about last night. It was fucking crazy and all over the place, but I was at the beach and there were some games like in the sand and I tried to get them and the water just went over me and I started drowning. Like video games? Yeah. There was like two crates of games. <laughs> and, like, the person that left them there was like, I don't want to, like, it's too hard to get to them because of all the water. And I was like, I want those games. So, yeah, I ended up drowning. That sucks, Jay. Uh, I mean, I guess the games were good. Maybe. Okay. There was two boxes of them, so it's like. Even if you gotta take good, your chances, they they culminate into uh, at least two or three good games. Right. Gotcha. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Um, uh, a lot of toy news because, of course, it was Toy Fair like this past past weekend. So I don't know. Uh, like, it, it's interesting because there's a lot of new Marvel Legends figures. And, you know, I'll, I'll definitely let you guys, if, you know, for those of you that are listening that want, like, the full skinny on it, um, you know, I'll, I'll post that in the Fantastic Forum group or in the Facebook group. Um, but just some highlights. They're doing a Miles Morales figure. Um, they're doing a, a Ultimate 
Spider-Man, like Peter Parker figure as well. They're doing like a lot of figures that you're just like, wow, like I would, would not have thought that that would be a figure that Marvel would do, but they did it. Like they're doing Nico from Runaways. So you can get one of those. Um, you're getting, we're getting the like helmeted version of Captain Marvel. And, you know, just, yeah, a lot of cool little figures. If, if you're into collecting, uh, like some of the latest versions of Marvel comic books uh, or, or Marvel's uh, heroes. It's like a lot of good news for you coming down to pipe. A lot of cool toys. No, it's not. Just wait. In the in a in a week or so, we're gonna there's gonna be protests and everybody's gonna say Marvel sucks and and because there's not gonna where's the Miss America figure? Where's the Ms. Marvel? Well, figure. I'm looking at their X-Men line for Marvel Legends. Mm-hmm. Just the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And it's an even split. There's three female and, and actually, wait, who's that guy? Yeah, it, it's not an even split, but there's three female and four male. Well, yep, see, there you go. I don't see, and that's the thing where I don't think you can say that because I think Hasbro has actually been doing a really good job of making sure that, like, because, you know, you're like, where's the Miss Marvel figure? It's already come out. Like, that figure's been come out. Same thing with the female Thor. Like, you can get that figure already. Where's the Silk figure? The Silk figure is actually an- announced in this story. God damn. Look, I'm going to find one. Trust <laughs> no, me. I'm telling you. That's how, that's how this works. Everybody finds one that nobody even thought of. You, and then, you, know, and... you know who what, who it is? It's, uh, it, it's going to be uh, Shuri, friggin' Black Panther's sister. <laughs> where's Black Panther? Where's Where's the female Black Panther? Oh, where, where's Mon- Where's Monica Rambeau? Where's uh... no? They already They already have that. God damn it! No, dude, trust me. They They are <laughs> on it. <laughs> they checked out those boxes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trust. I, look, I remember when I was at Comic Con uh, last year, and I was looking at some of the Marvel Legends figures, and I was like, who was asking for that? Like, who wanted Hyperion? From, but not not like the original, like not the original Hyperion, and not yeah. The, they wanted for agents the was it next wave? No, no, it was like the like friggin' like agents of Atlas Hyperion or something oh, man. Like that. I was just like, well, who, like who was asking for that? Like you know, but I'm like, hey, I guess I can't knock it because somebody they must feel somebody will buy it, and I'm just like, man, like you know, it it almost made me want to collect figures because I was like. You can get, like, like one thing I could say is if I'm reading a comic right now and I'm like, man, I want this team, that team is going to come. It may not all come in one line, but it's going to come. <laughs> so, yeah. Silk, I know silk. I know. Joe wants the Kotobukuya. Wait. Kotobukiya. Sorry, I mispronounced that. Kotobukiya Lady Deadpool statue. Dude, anything... Kotobukiya does is amazing. Yeah, but the Lady Deadpool is the best I've ever seen. I have to look that up. Because they have her with the mask, but she looks better without the mask. Like, that actual statue? Like, the detail on the hair. Okay. On point. Word. I'm going to pull that up now. Another thing uh, that came out of Toy Fair is uh, Hasbro decided to to uh, launch 
and they debuted it at Toy Fair, 12-inch Marvel Legends figures. And people are saying that they feel like this is kind of like Hasbro trying to get in on that Hot Toys kind of model market. like Or, yeah. you know, like the, the statuesque kind of figures. But, you know, these figures are basically large Marvel Legends figures. They're fully articulated. They're going to have a lot of, like, little... A lot of little uh, extra stuff with them. So, like, if you want, like, different hands and if you want, um, you know, different facial expressions and all that kind of stuff, like, they'll have those to to swap in and out. Um, but they don't come with the hefty price tag that some of the, or at least not as hefty a price tag as some of the hot toys, like collectible-ish type figures. These are going to be, are expected to sell about or around, like, $50. So, which, you know, I mean, if you're buying action figures, that might be expensive for you. But at the same time, if you're if you're used to buying like hot toy collectible type figures, you know, you might say to yourself, well, if they're going to come out with more of these, maybe I don't need those. Well, these aren't these aren't like action figures where you need like five of them because you're going to have pretend battles. These are you buy them, you, you pose them and you stick them on the on a shelf for next 15 years and never never touch them again you know that's you buy like three maybe tops well yeah i mean you buy the ones you like right or you try to get a set like i wouldn't be surprised if the like they're coming out with uh this one these first two are like come coming out for uh civil war so they're making captain america and iron man and if those sell then maybe they'll go ahead and make I don't know if they would go with the rest of the cast of Civil War or if they decide to go with maybe the Avengers so people might want to set. But, you know, I could definitely see that kind of deal. Like if somebody's like, I, I want the Avengers or something like that. So Is there, is there She-Hulk? There's never She-Hulk. I mean, there's a Marvel Legends. There's more than one version of Marvel Legends She-Hulk, if that's what gotta, you're looking for. Gotta give me a She-Hulk. Yeah. You can get, now, they don't, I don't know if they have a big articulated She-Hulk. But the the only one they have that's big and articulated is from that run with the terrible art. <laughs> it looks just like it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm it's sure flat that... too, like just a piece of paper, like, <laughs> like molded plastic. But articulated. Ugh, I'm look. I'm, I'm looking at uh, some. These are not good. Yeah. Never mind. The, the only thing. Well, you know, it's interesting because with Marvel Legends, what what happens sometimes is like they'll use a mold that doesn't quite fit a character and that's the unfortunate thing where you know obviously they want to try to reuse their molds because they don't they want to spend less time or less money trying to develop new characters but you know you have to be especially like a character like She-Hulk like chances are the only other person you might be able to use or only other character that might be able to use a good She-Hulk mold is maybe like a Titania or something like that or Titanium or whatever. But even then, maybe not. Yeah, it's weird when you have, like, your Deadpool, Daredevil, Spider-Man. Like, they have the same mold. They look good. But then they use that same mold for cable. Right. And then that cable doesn't look good. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's how those Toy Biz toys were a lot, yeah. too. Like, yeah. You had your... and they, But the thing is, for certain characters, they did their own thing. And those characters were not as articulated and like you could tell the like strong guy 
was yeah. his own thing because right. nobody could beat him. Right. And then Tusk was his own thing. Oh yeah, wow. But those two, like they, like their arms didn't move. Their arms moved, but not their elbows. Yeah, didn't bend, or their legs didn't bend. Like just they just bent at the waist, and their arms moved up and down. Yeah. 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 Um. Another thing that came out of Toy Fair, of course, uh, Suicide Squad movie figures came out. Uh, that Joker, though. Yeah, it looks pretty bad. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I, that Joker I, is so bad. Like, not the toy, like, in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. I'm not looking forward to that, but who knows? It might be different when you're actually watching the movie. I don't know. And then that Batman, like, I guess it's not going to be Ben Affleck in there. I don't know. Because they have, like, he has a face mask to not show his mouth. Oh, so you're saying it's not Ben Affleck because if it was, yeah, it like, off at some point. Right. Like, for some reason, his mouth is all, like, covered. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a weird looking kind of thing, but you know, some other news from Toy Fair. They Fair. caught up with uh, uh, the band T Mac, T Mac, Todd McFarley, Todd McFarley. Yeah, yeah, and he talked about he talked about the Spawn movie. Oh yeah, talk oh, about yeah, it. Talk about it. He basically said that he's got the script to like 185 pages. Five pages. It's a long time. Long. Here he says a. Hearing an echo. That's not from you. So should I only talk half as much? Half as much. That's it. I don't know where it's coming from. It's probably coming from me. I don't know why, but okay, go for it. Oh, there goes it. He left. So yeah, basically he said he's gonna whittle it down to one forty, because that's what he's gonna. That's how he sees it. I wouldn't. I would watch the one eighty. Yeah, I I would. But the thing is, it, him shopping a one eighty script. Yeah. Might it might be tough, but he said that 140, like that's where he's gonna, it's gonna end up at because of what he has planned. And he says it's something between a cross between Paranormal Activity and the Departed. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because I, I just he was saying basically it's gonna be like kind of horror esque. Yeah, where it's like the boogeyman to spawn. The audience knows what it is. But the people involved in it do, don't. So it's it, it's kind of like to me that's like a Candyman vibe. I don't. Know, is, that, is that a good Spawn movie? Like as soon as I saw that headline, I was like, you know what? Just give me a Salmon Twitch movie. Period. <laughs> it it almost sounds like a Curse of Spawn issue. Yeah, which I mean, which is not a bad thing necessarily, but. If, if it's not what you want to see for for the return of Spawn, I guess. Maybe. Right. Like even for the return of well, yeah, for the return of Spawn, I need to see Eric Larson drawing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even in the movie. Yeah. 
it's just I don't know, man. Like, there's so much stuff that like they could make an epic like Lord of the Rings type shit, you know? Yeah. Just that that all takes place in hell. That's true. But the way that Spawn is, they can also do a Law and Order episode where people are afraid to go out at night. Right. You know. Right, which sounds so, like what? Like maybe that might be one of the vignettes in the Spawn movie. I don't know. <laughs> well, that would be like the Sam and Twitch movie. You know, yeah. like they're investigating these random, like this. You know, like uh, I guess like Dexter, like somebody's on Dexter's trail, but they don't know who he is. Right, and then it turns out it's this like evil entity that lives in the alleys of Harlem. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Um, so this was a piece of news that I was like not happy to hear, but I guess they've slated the next three Transformer movies as far as their release dates. Yay. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, like these movies, man. I heard that. Well, I read a headline. I read a headline that part six is going to be uh, a Bumblebee movie. Right. What? Who Who wants to see that? I hope he talks. Everybody but you? Um, <laughs> Everybody but... Am I the only one? I'm alone? Jesus. I'm not sure how that's going to work if he can't talk. It's going to be like Chewbacca's Day Out. I, uh, the Bumblebee I think they won't like, have to hire a smaller film and it's going to be directed by someone else. <laughs> well, they were like for Bumblebee. Bumblebee, a completely CGI character, whose whose audio is just clips from other movies. So <laughs> <laughs> they pay zero people for that. They're like best best budget ever, and you know, they can't make them talk because then it would be too different from the character. The only person that, that's getting paid. Everybody would be like, "That's not engineer. my Bumblebee." Like it's gonna be funny gonna be... when they have him like, uh, uh, say, like, like cut an audio clip, but it's from a previous Transformers movie, because nobody even remembers anymore. Remember though, like, does anybody remember when they fixed Bumblebee's thing at the end of the Transformers movie, the first one, and he talks, yeah, and he his talks voice is all deep. It was, it was like, "I want to stay with the boy." It's like, who the hell is that? <laughs> That Bumblebee? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bumblebee sounds terrifying. <laughs> I want to stay with the boy. What? That's <laughs> rather have one line and that was it? That was the what you decided to say? Jesus Christ. I'm like, man. And like, I hope they don't use that voice again. Because that voice was terrible. Yeah. I wonder if the uh, the Bumblebee act, the voice actor was like, well, they uh, they kept the other two guys. I'm sure I'll be getting the call any day now. <laughs> yep. Who knows? He may, who knows? He may, he may sound something. He may sound something like this. No, don't do it. Don't. Oh, God. No. I tell you. So anyway, yeah. Ma- these mo- these movies are making money though. Where they already oh yeah, they have six, money. three of them planned. That, dude, some Transformers movie. Like I don't think there's been I, I, every movie makes more than the last one. 
So Michael Bay uh, just know, doesn't care anymore. I, like, I also wonder, is Transformers going to be part of that cinematic universe that Hasbro is putting together? <laughs> you you, heard, I, I, about, you heard about Hasbro putting in a bunch of their properties into a cinematic universe, which includes uh, G.I. Joe, Micronauts. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know what the other ones are. I mean... Like the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover movie with Spider-Man in it would be awesome. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, I remember but that. That's what happened in the comic. Yeah, I remember. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I didn't like it in the comic. I didn't either, but seeing it would be cool. <laughs> that's rough. I mean, it won't be my Spider-Man Transformers G.I. Joe crossover, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, have you guys seen the trailer for Daredevil season two? Yes. That joint looks not like my Punisher. What? Why not your Punisher? Didn't I didn't see a skull? It's coming. Yeah, I didn't see a skull either. Wait a minute now. Come on, the you you guys. The skull is coming. Like, look, look. It's not my Punisher because my Punisher came out in Amazing Spider-Man one twenty nine. <laughs> well, my pun- my Punisher's family was killed in Central Park, not in his house. So, oh god, okay. And my Punisher's family was killed in Miami. And look, that's cool. More, more, more Punisher and Electra for me. I'll take it. That's not my Electra. The one that was in the Spider-Man cartoon. Look, you wish you had an Electra like that, friggin' Derek H. My my Electra was married to Ben Affleck and. <laughs> That's and your, battled animal people or something. That's your definitive Electra, the Electra movie. My Electra was trained by Stick. Exactly. Oh Jesus Christ! No, um, I, I mean it looks amazing, and I'm happy to see Punisher in it myself. And I, I want to see like a promo picture of that one cover, the Frank Miller cover, where the he shoot the Punisher shoots Daredevil like in mid jump. Yeah, like I want to see that with these like live action. That'd be really cool. And don't they use that? Don't they use that line from the comic with the yeah. one bad day? Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was the, like, that's that alone. It's like, yeah, it's I can't wait. And everybody at the barbershop can't wait because they, <laughs> we watched the the original Daredevil like three times. Oh, dude. It's going to be really uh, good. So I've watched the original Punisher Daredevil. Fans? Like the barbers, yeah. Like they love it. Yeah. I just hope that this second season is in Spanish too because otherwise they won't be able to watch it. Ask the barbers who <laughs> their Punisher is. Well, they say Thomas Jane. Oh. Really? Yeah, because I they're like, who's that? Because I played it on the TV, the trailer, mm-hmm. and because my boss, like, he really lo- he watched he watched it on his own, like three times. Oh wow! Because he played it for his wife, and his wife wasn't interested, so he just watched it over and over. He, like he's happy because he just watches it over and over again. And then, so then when he saw the Punisher, he's like. That guy looks like he fe- it feels familiar, but he doesn't know like the universe thing, you know, like the Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. So I explained to him, I'm like, well, that movie, because we watched 
the both Punishers at the shop too. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, that actor plays the same character here as he does in that movie. And then, so then he's like, well, why that guy looks familiar? I'm like, yeah, he's from Walking Dead because I guess you've seen a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. But he plays that character from those other two movies. So then, it's like, oh, so they're in the same universe, like Daredevil and. You know, and I'm like, yeah. And then, then I explained to him, like, that Daredevil is in the same universe as the Avengers. Wow. And then, then he started getting the references. And then he went back and watched the Avengers again because of that. That's very cool. Yeah. Like I always said, who needs comics? <laughs> I, I need comics. Even though I haven't. No, you don't. I haven't you just... haven't read it in months. Oh, that's not true. Like, I, like I, read, like I read a comic book every day. And I thought about that, and I was like, "Man, web comics don't count." No, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every web comics, comic, but <laughs> they count. But I'm talking about physical comics. Like, it's like I just the idea that I'm able to have a comic book, a physical comic book, with me at just about any moment is awesome. Like, I don't know how I'm able to make that happen, but so far, so good. I'm, hold on, let me knock on wood before I jinx myself. I get stuck in the elevator. You can't touch today. yourself on the All Games website, like Airways. <laughs> uh, uh, they released a character trailer for Leonardo for that TMNT uh, video game that Platinum's doing. Yeah, I saw it. And that. it looks pretty awesome. Like, I might even go so far as to say that this TMNT game might even be better than the Transformers game. And that Transformers game is fantastic. Yeah, it, it could be. Like, it could be, but it's made by. It's being produced by a different developer, and it was the developer that did that. Um, that that other game, the, the the one that was based on the animated series, that was a sequel to uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Legend of Korra. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it looks great. And I was, like, really hyped on the Leonardo, like, the characterization, the fighting moves. Like, I'm like, I want to be Leonardo fighting all those Foot Clan. We still have three more trailers of that game to come out pretty soon, so we'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see who's the better. Personally, I would pick Donatello because his staff has a lot of range. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Is is that your favorite Ninja Turtle? Well, I mean, if you're playing a video game with the Ninja Turtles on it, you always pick Donatello because you got a lot more range. Yeah, reach. A lot more reach. I don't need reach. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I always do the jump kick, and that overcompensates for all the reach. (laughs) Who's your favorite Ninja Turtle, Moses? Mine? Yeah. Take a wild guess, Larry. Raphael. Yeah. Yeah. I know no yours. Surprise Jay, there. The yeah. Although I do love Leonardo. <laughs> like I, I like all of them. But... Why did I tell Jay to tell the people? And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> oh no, I didn't hear you because uh, t- uh, someone else was talking while you were talking. Oh, gotcha. so you say that. But uh, yeah, Michelangelo is my favorite. Right. Do you right. relate to him? Uh, You know, I just think he's one of the 
most badass turtles. I, I mean, I, I, he, think, I think whoever picks their favorite Ninja tournament. Turtle is usually because it, they relate to that turtle. Oh, that's interesting. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, I, you know, you know what I mean. Like uh, uh, Moses picks Raphael because he's more of the. Uh, well, we get it. We get it. what? <laughs> we get it. The clock. Uh, but God. yeah, like there's a scene in the comics where they're infiltrating this place. Like, you know, uh, and Michelangelo just had the coolest kill of the four turtles, and then he went on and won that uh, tournament with the Triceratons. Like, yeah, I just think he's kind of a badass. Derek H, who's your favorite he's, turtle? Uh, I can't tell him apart. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't tell them apart in the original Back. comics because of the red bandanas. No. Sure you no, can. No, no, well, no, because the original comics were black and white, so you who knows tell. what color the bandanas were. You can tell them apart. They're red. They were a shade they of gray. Red. They're red. Yeah. You can tell them apart by what they say. Or by what okay. weapon they're using. What were you going to say, uh, Moses? Oh, no, back to Joe confirming or agreeing with him about Michelangelo. Like, he's the one facing all these, like, threats and and probable death, everything. And he just has fun while doing it. Yeah, that's true. And that's because, you know, if he had more, like, leadership qualities, he probably wouldn't need half of those turtles, you know? <laughs> Like, he could go on his own, but he's, like, okay where he's at. And then Raph, like, he has his whole, like, bullheadedness, you know, like. Yeah. How come you guys never then, talk about Casey Jones? He should he should be somebody's favorite. No. He's well, not a I mean, turtle. He's not my favorite turtle because he, he's not a turtle. Some consider Casey Jones the fifth turtle. Those no, people are that's not, weird. They're not yeah, They would be wrong. Those yeah. people would, would be very, very wrong. That's like saying, who's your favorite member of Jackson 5? And Beyonce. are pretty much the same. <laughs> there you go. That's true. Joe has completely lost it. That's it. Uh, so here's a bit of news. That will be be uh, good for some of the Fantastic Forum and some of the people listening. Uh, it looks like Afterlife with Archie and the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina are going to be returning in May. So, oh, thank God! Just <laughs> in time for my birthday. There you go. So, if you're looking, if you're looking for uh, more more of those books, they're coming out in May. I didn't realize that they didn't print that many of them last year. No, they, I think they only did like three Afterlife with Archie and Sabrina just had her first arc and that's it. Yeah. But that was in 2014. Like they started in 2014 and then ended in early 2015. Right. right. Not, not so hard, Tiger Claw. Not so hard. <laughs> it's like, sounds like you tap dancing. <laughs> I hope that's not how he touches his women. <laughs> It is. It is. Well, according to his post in the chat room, Deadpool is better than sex, so. 
That did happen. Probably is time. <laughs> did happen. Um, who would you want Larry to? I guess we got to have a segment now with music and everything. The Fantastic Forum casting call. I'm gonna steal it from Wizard Magazine since we obliterated them. But <laughs> um, the cable. You know, there's been talk about a cable in Deadpool 2. Who would you cast as cable? Man, it's it's tough. And there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are of course that would Steven want Lang. to be cable. No questions right. asked. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why I, Steven Lang? He just I think looks he's like a great cable. actor. He, he looks is. he is a great actor. Well, the thing is he's really buff in his upper body, but skinny in his legs. Oh, so that so he's like the original like nineteen nineties cable, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Uh, but, but he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a really good actor. I think he could pull off a cable, and I think he could work because he's been in comedies before where he's like the villain or stuff, uh-huh. or the serious guy. One of my favorite all time movies was a, a Richard Pryor and um, Gene Wilder movie called uh, Another You. And he was the villain in that, and he was fantastic. I've been a fan of his since. But he was great in, like, the sci-fi stuff with Avatar. Right. No, he was good. And, and, and the, like, he's the only good thing about that um, that Earth, like, prehistoric Earth show. Terranova. Yeah, he's the only good part of that. Yeah, that is true. He was good in Terranova. I liked that show. <laughs> so, I would love to see him as Cable, but I know uh, I, I I think he could do it. But I never would have thought of that I, until I saw his like Twitter post. Right. Uh, how actors get jobs now? Do actors like does that work? They post on Twitter. That's how they get a job. Well, I think the idea is you post on Twitter and then you get the fan following, like trying to push you. And I think that yeah. that's how they get the job, where you get people enough people. They get excited about it, and they're like, yeah, that's who we need. But, you know, everybody knows that game now, so it's like... That's how we got a black Spider-Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Liefeld was saying he wanted John Hamm to be Cable, which is not, like, somebody that I would, like, off the top, that that's not somebody I would think that, of to play actually, Cable. Uh, Rob like, I would have picked pick. him for Punisher. John Hamm would have been an awesome Punisher. Well, what did you say, uh, uh, Tiger Claw? Uh, John Hamm is actually uh, Rob Liefeld's pick. Yeah, that's, that's, thank that's, you, Captain Obvious. That's what I said, Tiger Claw. Like <laughs> that's how I started the sentence. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, that's who Rob wants. And you know, but what about Kevin maybe Nash? He be, maybe he could not. Nah. Cable, you know, Kevin Nash is too tall, way too tall. How like cable's cable a big guy. To be? Like maybe like six three. Like he's he's taller than everybody else in the X Men, but not that tall. Much taller. Like by an inch or two. Right. Kevin Nash is like what six seven. seven? Plus, I saw Kevin Nash's performance in Starcade '98. Like, I don't want him to be Cable. <laughs> <laughs> the dude was Super Shredder. What about what about Karen Knight? I mean, hey, go for she it. could be Hope. Why not? Hope. Oh. Oh, no hope. 
Oh, oh, jeez. Oh. That could happen. Like, not here nightly necessarily, but hope. What if Isn't they had baby? That, uh, how come Marvel, all, all Marvel characters have a healing factor now? I've noticed that. There's a lot of that going around in Marvel. I mean, who has it that didn't have it before? Well, all of a sudden you realize how many characters have a healing factor. I mean, all of a sudden you realize. I think the only pe- the only characters in Marvel that have like a really like a healing factor worth, worth mentioning all come from the same place, right? Like Deadpool, Wolverine, uh, Sabretooth, uh, Cyber, uh, Cyber. If you want to mention Cyber, right? Uh, I was gonna say X twenty three. Like those are that's they all have like a common root. Duckin. Right, right, exactly. I don't. Would you want to play X twenty three? I have no idea. Like I couldn't. I do. Oh, who? The chick from Orphan Black. Oh, damn! That's a good pick. No. What? Yeah. The 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 chick from uh, uh, from from uh, Parks and Recreation. Which one? Nah. I don't know which. The one that the resting bitch face chick. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who that is. I don't. I don't watch Park and Rec. So yeah, no. I, I don't watch it. Her. Don't watch. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like, is are there other people other than those folks that have healing factors, Derek? Like, the are Hulk. those the people you're thinking of? Yeah, but Hulk always had it. I mean, the Hulk barely uses his healing factor. Yeah, but he has it. Like the few things, like solar flares and comets that can hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> this this one has to get hit with a comet for his healing factor to kick in. <laughs> but he has it. Like yeah. I mean, it was described at the beginning, but we've rarely like after 1967. I don't think he had to use it. Nah, man. Look, the only the like it's just like how when they did that thing where they're like, yeah, I, 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 sh- I friggin' ate a bullet and then the other guy spit it out. Like that's that's the only time the healing factor kicks in, right? <laughs> Banner trying to off himself, and that that Daredevil. even. You said what? Daredevil. Daredevil. Daredevil doesn't have a healing factor, really. Mm. Like Daredevil, Daredevil heals quick. That's like he might have a fast metabolism, right? <laughs> and that just comes from his training. Like it's not superhuman. It's maybe even factor? peak human, but it might be just a little bit of a, like, athletic or something. Like th- that fool might have had that. Even if he didn't get hit with the radiation, <laughs> he might just be that guy, you know? Well, it's the, the genes from his father being a fighter. Like, <laughs> that gets carried down. <laughs> there it is. Captain America. He's got calcium deposits. What Captain about, yeah. what about characters who have uh, shape-shifting abilities? They can just they can just shape-shift their womb out. No, but not a broken bone. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. Like even if a shape shifter is hurt, they can make themselves look like they're not hurt, but I think they're still hurt. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like even if you like, if you have a cut, you can make yourself look like you don't have a cut. But I don't think it's the same as healing. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones doesn't have a healing factor either, does she? It's still fast. Um, what about really? uh, Colossus? 
nah, I mean, look, these these are people that just don't get that don't get hurt really. You know what I mean? Like I don't know that they have a any kind of healing factor. If anything, Colossus, if he ever chose to like prick his finger on a thumbtack, he'd probably freak out. Actually, didn't Colossus like have a dent in his head for like a long time? So he didn't he? He did. Now, what were you gonna say? Joe? Oh, no, I mean, that means he doesn't really have a healing factor. Yeah. If he was walking around with a dent in his head. That's true. He, he had a dent in his head and he was afraid to uh, transform back into human because he was like, I don't know what happens if I turn back with this dent in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really funny when you think about it after the fact. At the time, Didn't they just very use different. a high powered magnet to like pull it out. Uh, you know, I feel like Magneto might have fixed him. I'll see. There I go <laughs> writing comics again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, but all that to say, I don't, I don't know who should play Cable. Um, I feel like you know, I, I trust the guys over at Deadpool at this point, but at the same time, I maybe I shouldn't because it might be those Fox executives. <laughs> you don't have somebody that you would think. You know, no, it's really weird because Cable's one of those, you know, I feel like Cable was kind of like one of those people where I never thought we would actually see a movie or like a multimedia version of that person. And so I've never really thought about it. And, you know, now we're here. It's yeah, like, you know who else great. could do it? There's that Winchester the dead, whole time yeah. travel thing again. Yeah, the Winchester dad could be Cable, but he would have to work out, right? Well, he's done it before. Oh, yeah? I've never seen him. He's a comedian. Oh, never mind. I'd, what about Ron Perlman, can... unless he's too old? No, Cable's supposed yeah. to be old. Cable could be old, yeah. So yeah, but, you know, Ron I want... Perlman I... could play Cable. I don't want Ron Perlman because Ron Perlman doesn't have a, a superhero face. You know what I mean? Like, his his head is weird shaped. Yeah. Like I, I'm not the only one that feels that, right? Is that mean? That's not mean. That right? is mean, yes. but it's mean. I don't mean it. It's mean. I'm sorry, but right? you know he, you know he's vindicating the fact that he was dead. I mean, Hellboy. Yeah, Rod Perlman knows what he looks like. So fuck you, Larry. Right. You made money. Right. No, exactly. Like trust me, Ron Perlman gets way more women than I do. I don't, but I don't think Ron Perlman looks in the mirror and says, "I have a weird shaped head." I think he does. I think he does. He knows. Right, I think his agent tells him that. <laughs> He's like, and I think he looks in the mirror and the tear goes down his eye. He says, "I thought I was beautiful." Oh, <laughs> Mayor Young, oh. to me, I'm ugly. Oh. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't think he's ugly. I just, Larry, Larry have right. you ever seen that movie, uh, The City of Lost Children? No. You should watch it because his face is extra weird in that. Oh, is it really? Because he plays like the cheery, like innocent guy. So he's got like he wide-eyed wonder in his face. Wow! And you know, I, I mean, that compared to you know, with the shape, is a little weird. Like Ron Perlman's a, a fine actor. Yeah, he's he's good. And I don't think that the role would be a challenge for him. I I just think that he doesn't have the right look. Like he needs, you know, superhero look. 
for that. And he's already been Hellboy, so. Um, I want to mention before before we run out of time. Uh, later this month, Telltale's uh, The Walking Dead Michonne comes out. So, which is the the their next uh, Walking Dead video game, and it chronicles the time between Michonne leaving uh, in the comic book and coming back. Like, it was basically during that time jump. So if you want to find out where Michonne was, why she left, and how she ended up coming back, you can play that game. Uh, and now I can finally read the comics. Yeah? Yeah, because they explain what happened during the time jump. Oh, okay. Well, it's only going to explain what happened. Well, I should say, it, it, it would seem it might only explain what happened with Michonne. Yeah, I don't know. That's Those not... other characters have to be a little part of that, at least. Maybe. Hopefully. So it could hint at what they're up to. It might. Or fill in the gaps, at least. Because when they come back, it hints at what they were up to. Yeah. But now, I just fixed my backwards compatibility with Xbox One. Oh, yeah? So I can finally play the first one. Again. Okay. They gave it or, for free. I don't know if you were... No, not part one. Of the Walking Dead video game? At least, uh, I guess, maybe, yeah, maybe I didn't get it. Nah, it might have been, yeah, because you know how they, they do the, the games with gold and they do them for, like, certain amounts of time? Yeah. There was a point in time where they gave away season one. Oh, uh, well, I, I bought I bought mine. Oh, okay. it's well worth it. Yeah, and now, like, because you know how it has that TV feature where you can watch TV through it? Oh, yeah. So I just plugged in my 360 into that. Into the so, TV feature? Yeah. Like the HDMI cable? Really? Yeah, and now I can play my 360 through my Xbox One. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so I got full backwards compatibility. <laughs> that's very cool. That's really smart. Oh, my God. Are you, are you oh my god at Moses' comment? No. No. Uh, fucking Ron Perlman in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so technically he is oh my god at my comment. Right, right. This is yeah, his earlier comment. But yeah, man. That's crazy. He looks... He doesn't look human. <laughs> that's definitely me. <laughs> no, I mean... Because the, what they do stuff with people's faces, like everyone looks, except for the kids, like looks kind yeah, of they're weird. But Ron just straight out looks like some kind of alien. But it's weird because on him they didn't do anything. That's why they made him a, a lion man yeah. and then a, a Hellboy. When was he a lion man? And Beauty and the Beast, the TV series. Oh, that was Ron Perlman. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Of course not. I'm sorry. I didn't know. That was a long time ago. Wow. Not that long. It was like the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it the nah, 90s? Nah, like 92. Well, that's the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, the 90s don't become the 90s until like 1993, 94. <laughs> you always say that. It's true. You were there. You were there. I was. It was 90s. No. You don't know. You weren't at the 80s. 
Um, so the walk- Don't marginalize me, Larry. <laughs> you you weren't at the 80s. <laughs> the Walking Dead came back. Did anybody watch it other than me? Just- I didn't know it was coming back, so... I couldn't. That's okay. That's, I mean, there's there's on demand. It happens. Real real quick. I mean, here's I probably a, anyway. <laughs> here's a little fun fact about the Beauty and the Beast series. <laughs> okay. It was 1987, by the way. But there it is. See? But it was George R. R. Martin that wrote it. Really? Yeah. Oh. I wonder what. Like some episodes. There it is. When he was younger. 1987. When he was younger. And thinner. Yes, I mean. That's what happens when things happen in the past. It's when people you were thinner. Well, some people are thinner. Um, so okay, if nobody else watched The Walking Dead, we don't have to I mean, talk about it. Much. You know, I don't watch it. I don't know, but why. you would Negan, love this episode. Did Negan come out? I'm not telling you. Ooh, no, you have to because I, I, I didn't watch it. I don't have to do nothing. It's your like look, this is how we get away with talking on the show about stuff that not all of us have seen. <laughs> Larry, what was your your impressions of the Walking Dead premiere? <laughs> um I thought it was great. And honestly, like Elaborate a little on the plot. This, this is <laughs> This is one of the episodes of Walking Dead that if you're a person that reads the comic, it's not like one of the it's not like an episode or an issue of the comic turned into an episode, but it's one of those episodes that feels like it could have been an issue of the comic. So and, the Deadpool effect. <laughs> it's, it's definitely going to be rated R. Um, so did Negan come out and say something dirty to somebody? There, there was, there was actually no, no Negan in this episode. Okay, good. No Negan, but you're going to have to start watching. So that you can see Negan. Because. Oh. And trust me, Beth, you should watch this episode. Like, even if you don't have been watching any of the other ones, you should watch this episode. Because it's like. The, oh. Here's Larry, here's my thing with Negan. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially now, like, if you were to come out in this episode, like, all right, cool. He's back. He's here. Whatever. But now th- there's a buildup. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that buildup's going to lead to a big letdown. I hear you. Yeah, like Which we're going to get like a neutered Negan, and we're going to be like, oh yeah, like neutered like, is a perfect word. Yeah, ne- neutered because, Negan. <laughs> like, I mean, he threatened, he threatened to fuck Carl's eye socket. Right. You know, like they're not going to do that on TV. Well, they might. You should watch the episode. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't want to be let down, Larry. I know, but you should watch the episode. This episode was not going to let you down. Okay. You should watch this episode. I can't. I can't speak for all of them. I'm speaking for this one. I'll, I'll vouch for it. You should go watch this one. Yeah, man. Good times. I love that show. It's like so it's interesting. Because, Just tell me what happened. No, I'm not telling you what happened. Am I, Larry, come on. I will say I do enjoy like this is a benefit of this Wednesday slot because I feel like we're far enough away from things that we can talk about them more. Yeah. You know, it's like the like Deadpool's been, you know, out for a few days, Walking Dead's been, you know, you like people have had a couple or a few days to watch it. Plus all the news broke on Tuesday. 
Because, <laughs> you know, usually we do shows and then the news breaks the next day. Right, right. So it's like, no, this is, this is working out well for us. This was a good, a good move. And, you know, thank you, Derek H. and Tiger Claw for helping facilitate it. And ZombieCast, thank you. <laughs> and so, are we thinking ZombieCast? Okay, thanks, ZombieCast. Well, you know, never mind. You want that elusive <laughs> number one spot. Man. So well, I, I'm pretty sure we'll, we're the, the number one show named Fantastic Forum. Like, we're number one, period. Yeah. Um, so cool. Before we get out of here, um, let's go ahead and do some final thoughts. Tiger Claw, why don't you give us some final thoughts? No? Hold on. Um. Oh, okay. No, you got. It. So, um, Claw, you want to say some final thoughts, or you're good? Okay. Oh, you're good. Derek, <laughs> final. Thought. Oh yeah, hold on. Oh yeah, I'm here. Sorry, I muted the mic. Oh, oh too late. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say. My turn now. I wanted to say. I wanted to say. Uh, I wanted to say. Uh, uh, go see Deadpool. Thought. Just don't bring the kids uh, because then mom should, and daddy will have to explain uh, watch, uh, the rich for Wonder Woman. Wait, no, Derek Gage, hold on. Let Tiger Claw say it. I don't let, let him say it. It's okay. Tiger Claw, go. Okay, uh, I want. I mean, I want everyone to go see Deadpool. Just don't bring the kids because then the parents have to explain Wait, who, to their kids what their they kid? saw. First, look, who's bringing kids? I saw some kids at my showing. They, they don't, nothing, they know that that's the parents. You're you're not those kids' parents. Those there's parents nothing in that movie that kids char- can't see. Yeah, those parents are in charge of their own children. So let them decide what they want to see. Like it's not for everybody. I, I'm thinking everybody on Facebook saying, "Hey, parents, don't take, don't do this with your kids." Like fuck you. How about you have some I mean, kids uh, and then you tell, kid, the tell your own kids the what they kids can and what cannot do. The heck. Was uh, Deadpool yeah, okay, and uh, Vanessa doing? Oh, how if you know how dare the mean. parents have to talk to their kids? Parents, you don't have to explain stuff to your kids, do you? You don't have to tell your kids about whatever. People. Oh, whatever. What do you mean, whatever? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, I don't think parents should, should 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 talk to their kids. I don't think they should have to explain stuff to their kids. It's, it's, let the parents deal with them. They're parents. They're okay. They've been taking their care of their kids for many, many years. They're on top of it. Coming from someone who doesn't even own All of a, a sudden, kid. some hipster comic book guy walks in and tells you, I would be so pissed off <laughs> if I brought my kids to Deadpool. And then some hipster comic book guy walks up to me and tells me how I should raise my kids. Like, you go have sex. I'll first. say it how again. Whatever. Move on. <laughs> uh, Can we get more outro music? Uh, yes. All right. Loop it. <laughs> Derek H., final thoughts. Uh, go to allgames.com. Post something there. Read something there. Uh, do something somewhere. Uh, listen to podcasts. This and that. I don't know. I'm done. 
Jay, final thoughts. Um, yeah, I don't know how to feel about the Justice League versus Titans trailer. Um, it looks a little inconsistent with the art, and you know, these uh, Warner Brothers track record has been slipping as far as these animated movies are going, but I really like the writing team. So I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. Most Magnum. Final thoughts. Um, if you are a hipster parent and have kids and are worried about what um you know, they're gonna see in Deadpool, but you wanna see it anyway with them. Just get the cam version from Russia. Yeah, it's illegal, but they don't have freedom of speech, so all the cuss words are bleeped out. There it is. And uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We appreciate you, and guess what? We're going to be back next week. Uh, so you know what? Uh, let us know what you think of today's show. Let us know what else you want us to talk about next week. Uh, and until then, we're out. end of that awesome all right um thank you tiger claw uh, you're welcome uh hopefully you'll get the uh system up and running for next week yep <laughs> we, we we should it's funny because when i was cutting Derek's hair mm-hmm. he asked me do you need me to help you stream and i go no larry said the the computer should be ready by tomorrow and he goes oh it's gonna be another week ah damn <laughs> see it's like i just needed the the freaking thing the butt thing yeah i mean anyways uh like uh, we're gonna go off the air and uh i'll see you guys later up in the sky look it's a plane it's a plane it's jeffrey's comics jeffrey's comics is krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics new comics and trade paperbacks we love mail orders mention fantastic forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comics on ebay.com